Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the greatest sports journalist in the history of Erie, Pennsylvania, Mr. Mike Balco. My boy, my boy Michael Balco, writer, podcaster, sports enthusiast. He is the first guest that we have on the Black and Gold Hour podcast this year. He that just contributed, and he also has his own podcast, the Mike Belco Show. Uh, I want you all to uh, welcome Mr. Mike Belco. Today, to speak about the New Orleans Saints is Michael Belco from the Michael Belco Show. Host of the Michael Belco Show. Please welcome Michael Belco. How's it going today, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Michael Valco Show. Today, we're switching it up a little bit, doing things a little bit different, doing a nice little World Series preview show. We're going to be uh, talking about the MLB World Series. Starts tonight against the Houston Astros and Atlanta Braves. Joining me to break this thing down, we have two very good friends of mine. The first one's professional baseball player, fresh off a 32-bomb season, my man Josh Lester. The second guest, he worked for... He worked in the player relations department for the Pittsburgh Pirates for about four years, three and a half, if he if he's being honest with us, though. Mr. Matt Jenkins, how are we doing today, y'all? What's going on? What's up? I'm depressed. Yeah. He got the 32 bombs and Matt Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I figured putting you at the end would be a little bit more like a, yo, don't forget about my boy Matt, but you know. If I would have put Josh second, then it would have been rough. It would have been like, oh, damn, who is Matt? You know what I mean? So at least, you know, toss a little something in there. But basically what I'm trying to say is I got two smart-ass people with me joining the show tonight. These guys know what they're talking about. I think I like to know what I'm talking about, but I'm just going to pick these guys' brains for the next, like, 20 minutes or so. But like I just mentioned, we're doing a little World Series preview here. Tonight starts the World Series. One thing that we all have in common is our love for baseball. Um, what kind of series are we expecting overall this year? Josh, we'll start with you. Matt, you can follow him up. Honestly, I think it's probably at least a six-game series. I mean, you look at both these teams, and and the Braves probably, with the starting pitching, probably have a little bit of an advantage. But I just don't see either team going down very very easily. So I'm seeing at least six, maybe a hopefully a seventh for all of us baseball fans. There's nothing better than a game seven of the World Series. But – I can see it easily going seven games and, and coming down to which team can pull it out in the end. Yeah, I, I 110% agree on that. Um, I'm hoping for seven. Like you said, the heart the heart always wants that seven games. But uh, I think it's going to be competitive. I don't think – I think the Astros' bats are really hot right now. I think the pitching on the Braves is significantly better. So I think it's going to be just a matter of who's more on point in that specific game, um, I, I, I think it's going to be competitive and I think it's going to be really fun to watch, hopefully at least. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, the Braves have been a little bit like a Cinderella story in the postseason so far, walking it off and things like that throughout the series. And the uh, in the last series they were just in. But, you know, hopefully they continue that little magic. I know all of us are pulling for the Braves on this show today. I think – 99% of the country is also agreeing with us in that. <laughs> in Unless that you're aspect. in the Houston area, you want unless, the Braves to win. 
Unless you're literally related to somebody on the Astros, probably. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With that being said, though, what are some keys to victory for the Houston Astros? I know we love to pick on the Astros for that whole scandal a couple years ago. With that aside, they are still a very good baseball team. They're in the World Series for a reason. What are some keys to victory? Matt, we'll start with you. Josh, follow him up. Um, honestly, going back to what we said of what we hope uh, the series will be, I think the Braves need to continue pitching, and they need to start hitting. Freddie Freeman needs to show up. Um, fact of the matter is, is like the in the NLCS, you know, he had that two run jack in the first inning, which was awesome, and everyone's like, "Oh, sick!" It's you know, Freddie fucking Freeman. And then he went at what is like Ofer's next five or something like that, like Ofer's next six. Like he can't do that. You either face the franchise, you know, let's be real. He's probably going to retire here soon. Like let's get him a ring. He needs to show up. I think if he can perform, I think if he can sort of get up there and get some base hits, get on base, I think it'll show the rest of the guys sort of motivate them. And I think they will absolutely follow suit. Um, so Braves need to just continue their pitching, but they need to get their hitting more consistent because that on and off nonsense they were doing in the CS cannot happen because the Astros are too good of hitters to let that happen. Um, they need to just attack the bullpen and kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think I think the Astros have some good starters, but they're young. All the guys that I know of, the guy throwing tonight, the left-hander Valdez is—he had a really good year, but he's—he's he's still pretty young in the in the aspect of Major League Baseball. And even the right-hander, I think I forget what his name is—that closed. He started the game, the last game they won in the ALCS, who threw really well. But he's also young, and so guys like that are, are some guys that hopefully like feeding off of what Matt said. If the Braves can get some hits early on in the game, get them in the stretch, make them work for some outs, like they're gonna get to those bullpen guys even quicker, and that. Might not pay off as much that game, but come game five, come game six, when you've seen those relievers three and four times now, hitting those guys becomes so much simpler. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, that was a good point. I don't remember if I said that we were talking about the Astros or the Braves there. I think we switched it up to the Braves, but now we're going to talk about we, the We Astros. did both. It's fine. We did both. You know, it's We true. covered it. What is it? I'm going off. I'm going off the top of the head with this next question. <laughs> so both of you are probably unprepared for it. So plot twist. Those are the uh, best ones. Exactly. Exactly. So Yo. in your, both of you can give me a different answer. Same answer doesn't matter. Whoever wants to answer it first can answer it first. What do you think is the biggest deciding factor, at least in tonight's game? Um, you know, who's going to win and why? Basically, is what I'm saying. Um, you don't have to give me like the who's going to win and why right now. You can just kind of give me like what scenario, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, puts each team in the best position to win. I, I think tonight, I think the I think the Braves win. I think Charlie Morton is one. He's been kind of in the, in the LCS. He threw, I want to say, game one or game two, but then it was like out of the bullpen he threw once. He threw, had a short start. Um, I think he might even be on more than five days rest right now. I think he comes out and, and at least can quiet down the bats. I'm not saying he's going to shut them down because that's a, that's a pretty lethal lineup in Houston. But I think Charlie Morton can, can put up a five or six innings, maybe two runs, and, and let the Braves hopefully take some hacks off of Valdez. And I know watching some of the shows, the big thing they talk about is Albies for the Braves 
being right-handed against left-handers instead of left-handed because his splits, I guess, versus left-handed pitching are just crazy amounts better than against right-handed pitching. And getting a, a left-hander tonight might hopefully spark him a little bit and get him off to on the right foot. Yeah, I, I was going to say um, first three innings are the key. Uh, that first three innings set the whole script for the rest of the game. You're either catching up or you're trying to keep them from catching up, you know. And Charlie Charlie Morton, just by watching him, I mean, when he was on the Pirates and when he was on the Rays, the dude is a ground ball pitcher. As the game progresses, he gets better. His arm gets tired. His balls start to drop a little more. We're not going to laugh. We're all adults. Um <laughs> And and the thing I noticed with the Houston Astros specifically, they're you know two two of the staple guys. You have Altuve, you have Correa. Uh, they really like to get, I mean, under the ball. They like to lift it. If Charlie Morton can just get his get get his stuff to sink a little bit, they're not going to be able to do that. They're going to hit ground balls, and I think the Braves infield is good enough, one hundred percent. They've proven that to to get outs, and as long as they can keep the balls in the infield, I think with Charlie Morton pitching, it won't be a problem, but I think as long as I can do that, then the Braves are going to be set. Um, if they can use while Charlie Morton is on point to get a few runs, their bullpen could shut it down game over. I think Braves win tonight. Yeah. Ultimately, if you're, if you're Snitker from the Braves, you want Morton to give you five, maybe six of let's say two run ball. Let's not be too greedy, two, three runs. And, and then you can set up. Hopefully, you're up four or five to three, four or five to two, something of the sort. So you can set up your your bullpen guys like he's been doing with one inning each. So you're not sending one guy out there for three innings and ruin them for game until game five almost. You can keep running those guys out. Hopefully, having clean innings and and close it out with those guys because they got a good a good group of four bullpen guys that they've been using consistently that are pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. And I think that kind of. I think that kind of transitions us into this next question pretty perfectly. The over-under for total run score tonight is eight and a half. Um, do you think we're going to see a lot of fireworks from both offenses, or do you think we're going to see a more conservative pitching game tonight? I would say I would take the under probably, um, just because it's game one. Uh, just because I think when the sparks are flying, the adrenaline is going, I think that bodes well for pitchers more than hitters. And obviously later in the game, that'll slow down a little bit because you'll be into the game. It'll be more just like we're playing baseball than we're in the World Series. But I think early in the game, there might be some some adrenaline. And usually when you swing too hard, you don't hit very well. But on the other end, pitchers, if they can throw a touch harder, then it usually ends up working out for them. Take it from the man that yeah. had 32 bombs last season. Yeah, right. Um, no, I, I, I do – I do agree. Eight? Would you, would you say the over-under was eight and a half? Eight and a half, yeah. Seems like a lot for game one. That's what I'm thinking. I I, I don't know. I mean, that 100% under. Like, I don't think... Maybe, maybe a lot of it has to do with the fact that the first game is in Houston, potentially, and they're, they're hot bats in Houston. Maybe that has something to do with it. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe. I I mean, I'm sure they're, whoever made that, there's some detailed explanation behind it it just seems like a lot to me for game one i mean you have two teams that obviously worked their asses off to get to the world series but nonetheless they now have to refigure out you know every time you enter a series you have to figure out the team figure out the lineup figure out what pitches are going to get what guys out and what hitter you know what you can hit off what guys and i think that 
I don't know. I think eight and a half is a lot. Um, I think that both these teams are going to come in and they're all going to kind of come in with the mindset of this is just game one. Like we don't need to kill ourselves trying to do game one here. So I think it's going to be a conservative game. I think pitching is going to be the star of the show tonight. And, you know, my bet is I don't honestly put the over under like three. I think there's going to be a very low scoring game tonight with the pitching. And I think too, with like, we talked about Charlie Morton being a big sinker ball guy and most of their, the Astros big hitters are right-handed. So that doesn't really bode well if he can get that sinker in on their hands for, for many runs. And then you turn it the other way and you got Valdez who's a left-hander and you got Freeman who's left-handed, who's one of the best hitters in the league. If you can quiet him down being left on left matchup, you're taking out a lot of run production between the two pitchers and, and matching up with some of those guys. Yeah, for sure. And this is another off the dome question. And Josh, you're probably the most knowledgeable out of all of us. Actually, you probably are the only one with knowledge in this topic at all. <laughs> How? So obviously we know that this first game is going to be in Houston. How huge of an impact is that? You know, obviously you just wrapped up a triple A postseason run. Um, how hard is it to in the postseason go on the road and, you know, try to focus on baseball but you're also in the World Series, and you know what's on on the line. How much of an impact do you think that truly plays? Um, I think there's definitely a home field advantage aspect to it. But honestly, it makes it more fun for everybody when when crowds are like they're going to be tonight and like they're going to be all series. Um, obviously, when they're cheering for you, it's a little bit more of an advantage, but it just brings that level of adrenaline up throughout the whole game instead of where you're looking at maybe – three-fourths of a stadium in July and you get tired in the eighth inning, like you don't really have that extra adrenaline from the fans. And I think with, even if they're against you, it being a packed house is going to just, it's going to affect everybody positively, but probably the Astros a little bit more positively. Yeah, for sure. Um, who do we have win in the world series and why Matt start us off? Do you want to hear what I would like to happen or what's more than <laughs> likely going to happen? Heart answer and a mind answer. <laughs> Just my whatever heart, you want to. My heart says the Atlanta Braves are going to get Freddie Freeman a ring. He's going to retire and he's never going to miss one of his son's games ever again. Um, and then you have the baseball answer, which is one, you know, probably the Astros. I mean, I think they're too good of hitters. And, and I think that, I mean, I do think it's going to be a competitive series. Like we said, I'm hoping for a minimum six or seven games, but what do you think Astros and what? Oh God. Um, if the Braves win, it'll probably be in six or seven. Uh, after tonight, I'd be able to answer that question better, but I, I Astros and five maybe. Damn. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I, I just have this sick feeling that the Astros are going to come in and absolutely wipe the floor with the Braves, and it's going to be depressing, and i just going to hate it. You've been around Atlanta sports way too long. <laughs> I just I mean, know what's going to happen. The storyline of Atlanta sports right there. Pretty much. Right. Get, give them hope and strip it away. I Josh, what's our pick? I'm kind of the same way. I my heart says the Braves. I'm doing everything I can to convince myself that you have to. Gonna you win. have to. You're literally obligated to pick the Braves. But it seems like the Astros are almost on, just like a. Re- this is their revenge tour from everybody being mad about the scandal that happened a few years ago. And I'm gonna be honest. I like Dusty Baker. 
and like he's he's a great manager and seems to be just a great dude in the clubhouse and so like it's hard for me to pick against Dusty Baker but I'm going to I'm going to say Braves in 6. I love it. Braves I love it. 6. The pitching shows up. That's what I'm going to bank I'm going to bank on. At the end of the yeah. day, pitching and, wins, man. Well, and that's what sucks about so like I'm so obviously the Pirates in the NL Central back when, you know, way back when when the Astros were in the Central. Um God, dude, I I was a yeah, I was a big Astros fan, mainly because they sucked. They were losing 100 games every season. And me being this little kid, I was just like, I'll be your fan. You don't have any. I'll be a fan <laughs> of you. It was, and, and I don't know, like, I, I really liked Altuve. You know, I really liked the, the crew. And and I was so hyped when they won in 17. And then when it all came out that they cheated. And then and then more so, because, you know, whatever, the you know, Boston cheated and everyone – but. They were just so arrogant about it, and they were they had no remorse about it, and it just it I don't know. I I love them because I love I I've always liked them, but it it hurts, it hurts sometimes to root want to root for them, and like I don't want them to win, which sucks because a couple years ago I was cheering on my couch, hoping they would win, and now <laughs> I it hurts, it breaks my heart. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Tonight- conflicted. Tonight's pitching matchup is Charlie Morton, who comes into the game 14-6, 3-3-4 ERA on the season, um, versus Framber Valdez, who we talked about earlier, a young guy. Um, he had a solid year, though, 11-6, a 3.14 ERA. Both pitchers, both game one of the World Series pitchers with a over three ERA. Um, I can't think of the last time that really happened. I feel like there usually at least is like one true dominant ace. That's like a Cy Young candidate throughout the season. Um, anyways, who do we think has the upper hand in tonight's pitching matchup and why, you know, just to speak Charlie on Morton. what you were, what you were talking about with the pitchers, both having kind of higher ERAs. These are both two teams that have withstood some injuries to get to this point. And I mean, you got the Braves, they're without Ronald Acuna, without Soroka, who tore his uh, Achilles before the year even started. Then the, I mean, obviously Verlander not being available for the Astros. You talk about a couple of the pitchers that could be throwing tonight. I mean, Soroka before he hurt himself two years ago was up in the Cy Young running with a low, like a low two ERA. And Verlander's obviously Justin Verlander, and any night that he's on the mound, you got a chance to win. But like these are two teams that you look at what they could have and what we could be looking at would be crazy. And for them to even fight through that to get here is, is pretty fun. Definitely is. Who are we picking tonight? Who has the upper hand in this pitching matchup? We got Matt. Charlie Morton. I agree. I, 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 I think that, I mean, the, the, the dude is such a good pitcher and like, he just needs a reason to pitch. I think sometimes, cause like whenever he was on the Rays and there was like no one in the stands, I don't know. I think this is his reason. He's in the World Series. I think he wants, you know, he's just like Freeman. He's getting older. He wants to retire. And I've met Charlie Morton a, a bunch of times. And he and I have, uh, he and I have talked. And like, he's literally said, like, he just wants it so bad. And like, you know, you can sort of tell, like, I know they all want it bad. That's the reason they play baseball. You know, you play to win, but he's such a genuinely super nice guy. And I think his stuff's going to be on point. I think he's absolutely hyped knowing him. He's probably been in the zone for a week and a half now. And I just, 
I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited to see him pitch. I like the dude a lot, and I think that he's gonna, you know, he's a sinker ball guy, like we've already talked about, and it's gonna be on point, and he's gonna get nothing but ground balls. Perfect game. That's my prediction. <laughs> perfect game. Wow. If yeah, perfect happens, game. Come back to this. And I'm gonna need you to predict some more stuff for me. <laughs> That's what oh, I'm saying. We're all going to Vegas if that happens. I've got, to, I've got to agree though with with uh, Charlie Morton having the upper hand tonight. Just like we talked about the sinker ball on the right handed hitters, it's tough to get your arms extended. Like like you said, that they like to get the ball in the air, and it's hard to get the ball in the air when you can't get your arms extended on any pitches. And so hopefully he can wear out that inside corner and maybe shatter some bats and get a couple two hoppers to Dansby at short and, and make it easy, especially early. Uh, I mean, like Matt said, the first uh, three innings set the tone for for almost the first two full games until they have that day off where if you have to blow through your bullpen early, then tomorrow we're looking at a different game altogether and we're, we're focusing more on that starting pitcher to make sure they get to five or six innings instead of having to being able to do whatever they want. But I think Charlie Morton, I think Valdez is – is still a really good pitcher. He's going to be a lefty that throws it in there 94, 96 with some velo. But I think when you turn Ozzy Albies to the right side, and that's even more protection for Freddie Freeman. And they're getting Solaire back this series, who's another right handed hitter with some juice. Um, I'm just, I'm going to go with the Braves and, and let's take Charlie Morton to the house. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think, mean, in, in a... go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. Uh, well, just, I was going to say, like, another thing that I don't know. If... I don't know how you two think, but the playoffs is a totally different story, let alone the World Series. So, like, I don't really look at things like the ERA and, like, batting average and stuff because there are dudes that will rake all year and then not be able to hit a thing when you get to the postseason. And so, like, it happens every year. And I just – I look more fundamentally when it comes to um, pitching matchups, especially in the postseason, you know, who has what kind of stuff, you know, does the lineup hit that stuff? Well, do they not left-handed, right-handed? And that's the type of stuff I look at, not necessarily ERA. And I just think when you really break it down, Morton's the the choice tonight. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah. And what I was kind of just going to say is, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are, are kind of pulling for the underdogs here. And I think it actually kind of may work to a disadvantage for Houston simply because the Braves have kind of been underdogs all year. Ever since Acuna went down, everyone's just like kind of ruled out the Braves and they've stuck around this entire time, um, kind of kept that underdog mentality. Like you said, I mean, both teams have been battered with a ton of injuries all year, but I think the Braves might have gotten the worst, worst end of it. Um, and look at them now in the World Series. I think they're going to change the title in Atlanta sports. The Hawks are going to follow them up here pretty soon. Me and Josh are big Hawks fans. Let's go, Hawks. You already yeah, know. Already. Hey, 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 you already know. Trey Young got the ooh, little. <laughs> but with that being said, that takes us into our next to last question. Who is each one of your guys' pick to win World Series MVP and why? You want it first, Matt? I'm thinking. I mean, I'm going to be honest. World Series I'm going MVP. Dansby Swanson. Wow. I was. I was. That is a bold. It's okay. always. It's always a wild card guy. That's what I'm going with. Dansby Swanson. It is. I don't know. Like, in my heart wants to pick the cop out answer of you know Freddie Freeman's going to perform and he's going on his retirement tour here and he's just going to rake. Like that's the part of me that the, my my heart wants that to happen so bad because I love Freddie Freeman. He's just such a good dude and I want him to. 
I want him to hit bombs upon bombs and just win MVP, win the World Series, retire happy. Like I, th- I think if they win, he will retire. But th- that's what my heart wants. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go. Heart wants. I'm gonna go with Charlie Morton. He's gonna throw. Really? Game. He's gonna throw game four or five, and he's gonna end up coming out of the bullpen in six or seven. And getting like a save or something. Right. Oh, wouldn't gonna that be, be fun, dude? Two and zero with a save at the end of the World Series, and he's going to win it. Wouldn't wouldn't that be so fun? He, I, assuming he comes out, he performs tonight, so he starts the World Series, and then he saves. Oh, comes out last pitcher for the Braves to come out. Bases, that would, bases juiced up by one. You just see oh my Charlie God. Morton hauling ass. Comes, takes the ball, lights out, baby. That's Dude, what I'm rolling That would with. be so much fun to That'd watch. Be so I fun. would, I'd be shitting my pants that whole <laughs> at bat, but it would be so much fun. Well, that wraps up our uh, World Series preview show. We might have to run it back with the boys and do a recap show once it's all done with the same group here. This was a fun show, man. Super laid back. Not the typical show I do, but hey, maybe got to do a little bit more of them, you know. Um, I appreciate you, Josh and Matt, for hopping on the show today. Please, one at a time, tell us where we can follow you out on social media. Go ahead, Matt. Um, I don't really have it, so do me a favor. <laughs> follow follow the Michael Balco show in my in my place. <laughs> hey, do it. So, I think that I think my Instagram is jlester17, something like that, and Twitter is joshlester4. Not much gets tweeted by me, but you might get some retweets that make you laugh. Some hey, laugh. Josh Lester, my favorite Twitter personality in the minor leagues. It's all good. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys so much for hopping on the show today. I appreciate it. I can't wait to run it back after the series. Talk about everything we talked about today, but with results next time. Uh, make sure you guys follow my guys. And uh, thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you guys vote the Michael Balco show for Erie's best podcast coming up. Love you guys. Appreciate you all. And you guys have a blessed rest of your day. The Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donato's.com for more information.